everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. We were made for so much more in this life than just going to work, paying bills, and doing it all over again. I remember when I was at that point in my life and I thought that my career was the main thing and was probably the only thing that should matter. I was young and in order to be successful and fulfilled that you had to have this great career, make a lot of money, seek the promotion, and that that would be success. That would be what fulfillment looked like in life. And I slowly but surely found myself in a rut. <laughs> I found myself in this place where I was just waking up in this hamster wheel, going through the motions, not really having a ton of purpose to my day or to my life. And before you know it, that's when I ended up being over 200 pounds, found myself in a toxic relationship, and that's where I hit rock bottom at work. I realized that I didn't have a passion in life. I didn't have something to really focus and funnel my energy into that made it worth waking up and going through all the crazy things that life throws at us. And I realize that there's so many of you that put so much pressure on yourself to find this passion because you know what it means for your life. And a lot of you might be stuck and that's okay. I hear you. I relate to you and I totally understand. And I want to walk you through how I've been able to identify my passion in life as it stands now and how I'm going to help you find yours. So that way you can wake up more fulfilled and you can wake up with a purpose rather than just looking forward to a to-do list. But first, I mean, we have to talk about the connective tissue that brings us all to this podcast every week, which is our love and our passion for tacos. (laughs) Am I wrong? I know I'm not. So with that being said, I want to bring to you a healthy, delicious recipe for sweet and tangy steak tacos. Y'all, this one is really good, and I'm going to tell you the magic is in the marinade. Marinate your steak overnight, give it at least 24 hours, and you are going to have not only a tasty, delicious taco, but you're going to have one that's super efficient and easy to make. So if that sounds totally up your alley, definitely check out the show notes before you depart here today to grab that recipe card. All right, now that we have discussed our passion for tacos, let's discuss your passion and how it's going to show up for you in your life. Because today, I truly want you to walk away with this feeling of relief of, I know exactly where I need to go. And maybe I don't know what my passion is yet, but I at least have some things to consider and some steps to take in order to go and find it. And let me just start this off with, let's just remove all pressure. I think that we all can agree that finding your passion in life is so important. Take my story, for example. Had I not done that, trust me, I, I wouldn't be here. But I think we put too much pressure on ourselves and I think we overcomplicate it rather than simplifying it. And so I want to just take that off your plate today and realize that you are here. You are putting in the work. I accept you as you are. You are not behind by any means. You're exactly where you need to be. And we're just going to help you identify what it is that you could be doing that's going to help bring that additional fulfillment to your life. So let's just start off on the same page together with understanding what passion even is. And according to the dictionary, (laughs) so official, I know. 
Passion is an object of someone's love, liking, or desire. So what does that mean as it relates to the topic that we're talking about today? It means that you need to increase the time that you spend in those things that make you happy. Guys, that's all passion is. I was actually listening to something that was stellar the other day by Mel Robbins, and I'll have to post the video somewhere. But she started talking about like, stop chasing your passion. Stop searching for it. Instead, just increase your time in the things that you love to do, and you're going to magically find it. She said, passion is not a person. It's not a place. It's not a thing. It's not a tangible object. It's not something we can put a label on. It is an energy that you feel when you're doing something that you love. That is all passion is. So what if we just started to simplify our thoughts around finding our passions in life to that? Because when I heard that, I was like, oh, I can take a deep breath on behalf of y'all because I feel like that just changed the game and it totally shifted my perspective. So the first thing is to take the pressure off yourself, which we've already discussed, and to start increasing your time and the things that make you happy. So this might be an awesome time to pause the podcast and to think of what makes me happy. Make out a list, journal it out, do a brain dump. What are all the things in life that bring you that fulfillment? And from that, how can we increase our time in it? It's a simple plan here. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing out of the blue. But the step is super important. So definitely don't skip it. Now that activity might have been really easy for you. But for some of you, it might have been really hard. And I want to acknowledge that because I will tell you when people asked me back then, Kayla, tell me about yourself. What do you love to do in your life? I literally stared at them was like, I'm a recruiter for an IT services company. I couldn't tell people about myself. It was all about my job. I couldn't talk about my relationships. I didn't even know what it was that I actually enjoyed. So being asked the question of what's your passion, what fulfills you in life? I was like, I don't know, not being broke and being able to make a living for myself. Like what an answer, right? And now if you were to ask me, I could spew off so many different things. And here is how I was able to find it, which is the secondary step that you can take, which I think that everyone should take the step regardless of whether or not that last activity was easy for you, is to just open yourself up to new experiences. What are those things that are like on your bucket list? What are those things that you've always wanted to do, but maybe you haven't done them? Either because if you're a failure, um, the excuse of time, the excuse of money, There's a plethora of things and a plethora of reasons why you might have not taken action on something. But I encourage you to have another list of experiences that you'd like to open yourself up to. Because here's where the magic is. Is I realized when I started saying yes to things that maybe I wouldn't normally do, I started to open myself up to a whole new life. When I was scared crapless about restricting myself or the thought that I had to restrict myself to lose the weight or being single again after not being in a relationship for so long and breaking up with the dude that made me a complete monster. Like these things terrified me. They terrified me. But I realized that that was the contrast in my life that I truly needed to see what I wanted and that I needed to open myself up to these new experiences, no matter how scary or uncomfortable they were. And that completely changed the trajectory of my life. The woman that was then 
is not even close to what you're hearing from or what you see now. It was all because I opened myself up to new experiences. And today I hope that you allow for yourself to do that too. So there you have it. Passion is just spending your time doing the things that you love most. It is an energy that you create by being involved in the things that make you most fulfilled. If you started looking at passion that way and you started to spend more time in the activities that you love and opening yourself up to new experiences, I can only imagine how different your life is going to look in even just a few weeks, a few months. So will you take these very simple, not out of the box or crazy action items and start to identify what it is that you love and what's going to bring you that fulfillment? Or will you allow for yourself to just succumb to the fear, to succumb to the normal routine, the normal day-to-day hamster wheel? I don't think that you show up here to do that. I think that you are so ready to take that next step. But (laughs) you don't think that that's all that I have for you, right? Of course I have more for you. So not only am I going to help you find your passion today, if not find it, at least get you on the right road to thinking about it, I'm also going to help you act upon it, which as you know, that is the most important part of moving the rock forward in your life is taking courageous action. But the one thing that always tends to get in our way is those lovely self-limiting beliefs and those doubts that we have. So instead of giving you very specific action items, I'm going to give you some mindset shifts on how to overcome those self-limiting beliefs and doubts so that you can act upon your newfound passion. The first shift that you're going to want to make is to accept that things are going to evolve. Y'all, I did not think in my entire life that I was going to become a health and mindset coach and own my own business. But it was because I allowed for myself to evolve over time and to be aware and reflect on what was happening in my life and what I loved doing versus what I really didn't like doing, that I was able to identify these passions, that I was able to figure out like, holy cow, I am the most authentic and genuine and joyful me when I'm helping others. I didn't know what that was at first. I just knew that from like, oh gosh, I would say back in high school that I love to be there and I love to help people. And at first I thought the only way that you could do it was through therapy. So I went to school for psychology and I gained my degree in that thinking I was going to be a clinical therapist. Then I realized, nope, there was no way I was going to do that and totally had that crisis midway through college of crap. What am I going to do? I'm here in college. I don't want to be a dropout. You know, that that lovely thing that everyone goes through. And then I realized, wow, I really love helping people like find their home, find their people, like find those like groups of individuals that they're going to thrive with. So I started to get more involved in my sorority and I helped with recruiting efforts and did that for the entire campus. And then when I went into recruiting, then I realized how much I loved helping people find their jobs. So I joined a staffing agency. And then I realized during staffing how much I not only wanted to help people with their career and being able to impact their family's life through the career that they had, but I wanted to impact their life in a more meaningful way. And I had just gone through the craziest journey of my life of being able to take myself from rock bottom to where I'm at now. And I wanted to be more involved in people's life and help them do the same. 
and I felt really limited in the job that I was in, and I knew that there was a bigger and deeper calling. But I wouldn't have known that had I not opened myself up to new experiences, had I not reflected and become more aware of what was going on in my life and how I felt. Guys, you got to get more aware and you got to just accept that things are going to evolve and that is such a gift. The next mindset shift, which holy cow, I hope we've started to make some major moves on by now, is that time and your perception of it is 100% controlled by you. And there's two facets of this. The first is plain and simple. You get to choose whether or not the things in your life are a priority. When you say, I don't have enough time, that just means you're saying, that's not my priority. And guess what? There is nothing wrong with that. But start saying that to yourself rather than saying, I don't have enough time. And watch how that physically makes you feel. This is not meant to obviously put you in a corner and make you feel guilty, but in the things where you realize, holy cow, that's a priority and I'm not making time for it, and then you say that out loud, you're going to realize what it is that you really need to be spending your time on and where you really need to be funneling your energy. So especially when it comes to your passions and now realizing that this is the time where you spend the most time doing the things that you love and the things that make you happy, if you're saying, I don't have enough time for that, you're saying that your passion is not your priority. So just realize that. The second thing about this, the second facet of this is the whole instant gratification thing. We got to nip this whole thing in the butt. (laughs) And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. Trust me, I'm one of the most impatient people. And if you listen to one of my last episodes about patience, trust me, I get it. (laughs) I'm right there with you. But it's when I've practiced patience that I've started to step out of this instant gratification mindset. And I've started to enjoy the journey. And I've given myself more time to experience and to reflect and to grow and to learn. So step out of instant gratification and just start to be thankful for the journey that you're on. This next mindset shift is right along those same lines as the whole excuse around time. But this one is with money. How many times have you said, I can't do this, I can't afford this? And let me just be the first to say, because I don't want to be insensitive about this topic, but please realize that I left my six-figure job to rebuild my income. (laughs) Financials scare the living poop out of me, okay? So when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about this from the most relatable and understanding viewpoint that I could possibly have. So I totally hear you when you say that, hey, I just don't know that I can afford this. But here's the question that I hope that you ask yourself. And that is, is it truly that I can't afford it or am I afraid to fail? Because when I started asking myself that question, I started to get a better answer. And that answer was, I'm afraid to fail. I don't think that I'm worthy enough. Why spend money on something that I don't truly believe in that I don't think that I'm going to live up to? Guys, it is totally okay to feel that way. And trust me, I understand that fear. But don't sabotage yourself by saying that money is the problem. Step up to the plate and realize, holy cow, I'm afraid of failure. And wave that white flag and ask for help. There is nothing wrong in being vulnerable for that. And yes, there's going to be times where you got to really, really be clear and be smart on your financials. But are you spending money on the things that give you instant gratification? Or are you spending money on the things that are going to give you long-term success? Because I can promise you that Starbucks, that handbag, the new iPhone 12, it's only going to bring you so far. 
But this stuff right here, investing in yourself, that is going to completely shift so many different parts of your life. That is way and well much more worth the investment than anything else that you could buy. Now, this next one has everything to do with the environment that you're in and the people that you choose to spend your time with. We've talked about who was on your bus so many times. And the biggest mindset shift that I want you to make here is not about who is on your bus, but who does not deserve to be on your bus. And this does not mean that you're going to kick people out of your life and that you're going to go about this with bad and nasty intentions. This just means I'm going to protect my energy by turning down the volume on certain people that shouldn't be giving me advice, that I shouldn't be listening to because they're keeping me away from my passion. So that is the huge mindset shift there. And this is actually a helpful little nugget that I found really interesting and I heard about the other day. And that is zip code is now the highest predictor for success. Tell me that's not crazy. That the environment, where you grew up, how you were raised, that is all a huge predictor for your success. And I think that goes the exact same for your passion. So are you surrounding yourself with the people that are going to allow for you to find it and to act upon it? Or are you surrounding yourself with people that are tearing you down and saying, (laughs) yeah, right, there's no way that you're going to accomplish that. And this final shift actually starts with an evaluation. What I want you to think about is how you think about yourself. Do you think about yourself in a bright light? Do you think about yourself in a dim light? Go through your most recent thoughts and your self-talk about yourself because that is going to be an incredible determiner of how much you're going to invest in yourself. And based off of how much you choose to invest in yourself is probably a pretty good predictor of whether or not you're going to actually identify and act upon your passion. And now that you've evaluated If you have found that you are stuck in this negative bubble of self-talk and you're not really sure how to get out of it, again, let me just reassure you, I've been there. I spent several years there and I silently struggled of thinking terrible thoughts about myself. And when I started to take the mindset shift and really breathe in the belief into myself that I was worth it, that is when things really, really took off for me. And I'll tell you, it wasn't because I had the belief right away. It's because of the people that I surrounded myself with that breathed that belief into me. And I just borrowed it and I ran with it, even though at the time I wasn't totally 100% convicted. I just trusted and I kept my head down and I kept going. And before you knew it, I was breathing that belief into myself and I started to build this belief That in order to be successful, in order to be fulfilled, in order to find my true passion and purpose in life, I had to start with making the investment in myself. And it started with that simple mindset shift that it was important and that it didn't have to be hard. It didn't have to be a crazy, stupid amount of time. It just had to be those few minutes a day where I showed to myself that I loved myself. And I'll tell you, when I started to fall in love with myself again, so did the people around me. And then all of a sudden, I started showing up to work with a little bit of a bigger smile and a little bit more pep in my step. And I started to show up in my relationships as a happier daughter, as a better partner, as a better friend. 
And before you know it, all of that work transpired into the crazy lady that quit her six-figure job to start her own business and health and mindset coaching. (laughs) Crazy, but it's totally possible for you. And right now, I am breathing that belief into you. And I know that we may or may not know each other on the other side of this, but I need you to know that I believe in you and I'm rooting for you because I was once in your shoes and I was completely lost. But with these steps, with these mindset shifts, I have no doubt that you will truly find what it is that you're looking for and that you will act upon it and that that action is going to bring so much fulfillment to your life. When you live your passion, you are bringing eight more hours of joy into your life. That's such a powerful thought that I want to leave you with today of what is it that you can funnel more of your energy into that's going to bring you that happiness. If it happens to be where your passion is your paycheck, that's incredible. I am so blessed and I'm so grateful every day that mine is. But if it's not, don't freak out. Don't worry about it. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not less than. But what you do need to do is hold yourself accountable to finding those other passions that you have in other parts of your life. I hope that this made things more simple than maybe they were before and removed that pressure off of your shoulders. And I hope that when we meet next time, you've gotten a step closer to identifying what that looks like for you. And you've taken five more minutes, a few more minutes each day to funnel your energy into that. Thanks again for showing up for you and for allowing me to share my passion with you all. See you next time.